Hey friends, I do not know what I'm talking about today. And to be honest, I'm just showing up really overwhelmed. Um, I had uh, two interviews this morning with just two dynamic, amazing, amazing, amazing women. And I just have so little words after that. I just am filled with gratitude. I'm filled with all of God's closeness of who he is, how he shows up in story, how he pursues. And it's just so inspiring. It's, it's so faith building. And, um, I'm just so honored to be in this small space. It's this sacred space. I'm at the top of the stairs in my bonus room, like in this little bitty nook in Anderson, South Carolina. And it's so much more than I deserve. And I'm just overwhelmed. And so I guess, um, I wanted to just share a little bit about the things we talked about today and um, kind of share what's going on in my life a little bit and just chat with you like friends today. Um, so I want to tell you about the baby. We're having a baby and that's such big news, such good news in our home. Um, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more than just, yay, you're having a baby, yay. Like, no, it's years. It's years of questioning. It's years of doubt. It's years of struggle. And it's so good to hear someone else's story because it's such a reminder of how God shows up. God shows up. He shows up in the details. He shows up in the story. He shows up in the mess, in the quiet. And it's, I love, I'm so in awe of his faithfulness. And I just want to talk about it. And so today, um, my two guests, you'll, I'll post their episodes in the next few weeks. And you're going to just feel like this, how I feel right now. Um, but one of them is Amanda Farron and, um, she is just absolutely stunning, honestly, as a person, as a human, I don't understand how she is, who she is, but I know that it's God's beauty in her. And she talks about practicing worshiping for a long time before she was diagnosed with a terminal illness. And so that worship just carried over into her life and she can't lead worship anymore, but she does lead worship. She leads all of us who are following her journey in worship because everything out of her mouth points me to Jesus. And so she challenged, challenged <laughs> us today encouraged, but it was a challenge to show up for life and invite others into joy. And she said, how are you? She asked me, put me right on the spot. How are you celebrating? What are you celebrating in your life right now? And it 
at first I was like, I mean, I don't know. I got lunchboxes filled today and vacuumed, right? Like my day-to-day routine is not that exciting. Um, but I've actually, it took me back to this other place that I've been kind of stirring in my heart about prayer. I, I heard from someone else that prayer is a good indicator of, of how big our life is. So our life is only as big as our prayers. Okay. How are we showing up? What are we hoping for? Because the truth is there is beauty to be seen all around, but most of the time we're not celebrating it. We're not, unless we're intentional, we're probably not in awe of what God has given us. We're not noticing because maybe we're just living our daily, we're, we're doing our best, and we're thankful, sure. But are we stopping to recognize the gifts? Are we in awe of what God has given? Have we even noticed when our prayer has been answered, I guess? You know, what are we hoping for? Are we letting ourselves hope? Are we letting ourselves ask with boldness? Are we letting ourselves believe faith-sized dreams? that require courage, that require showing up, you know? And um, I just am very, very challenged by that. One of the things she said is, how do we make someone else feel 100% when they're with us? She was referencing Bob Goff. Maybe you've read some of his work. Um, He just talks about big love and love does, um, and his work's are amazing. His, you just gravitate to him. He's very infectious personality. Um, but she's got to spend a weekend with him and just said, he's a hundred percent all the time. He's there for you. He's present in the moment. He's not distracted. And he, he, she wants to make others feel the way he made her feel. And so it's kind of that same thing though. Like, what are we hoping for? How are we showing up? Because when we let our mundane drive our life, then we miss the beauty. When we never step out of our comfort, we miss the thrill. Like God moves in the yes. He moves. He he gets to show up in the movement, you know? And so this is kind of what we talked about, how our We talked about bringing heaven to earth, which, you know, is my main, main, main passion. It's what I long for. It's what story is for me. It's what this little corner in the world is for. Um, And so this is what Amanda said that just rocked me because our brokenness feels dark, right? But heaven breaks through darkness, okay? Heaven breaks through darkness. And that is the miracle of who Jesus is. But this is what she said. She said, our brokenness and our joy brings light to the darkness. When we present our pieces, all of our pieces are just pieces. They don't necessarily have to be seen as broken. They're just pieces. When when we have our pieces and we hold them out in our hands, I'm holding my hands out and you can hold your hands out too, and just have all of our pieces, our broken ones, our hurt ones, but also our joy, also our yes, also our adventure and our stepping and our brave and our showing up, our passions, our gifts, 
God can use all of those pieces for beauty and for life, right? And then my other interview, um, and then I'll tell you how I answered how I'm celebrating. Our other interview today was with Sasha. And um, same thing, same. I, I've never cried through an entire interview, and I literally just was so tempted to just pause and cry. Like, I just need to cry. <laughs> that is not my personality. I don't know what that was. But the Spirit of God was so palpable through her story. And this is what we talked about. When we bring our humanity our brokenness, who we are, just the reality of, of who we are, our hurts, our pains, our, the things we keep hidden maybe, and let God speak over it, love it, use it. That gives what we just see as a fact about our life, our history, our story, it gives it new life. It puts a power of love over it and seals it in love. And God, in his way, creates new life through that broken stuff, through those pieces, and magnifies it into an invitation for others to know Jesus. We can take all the pieces of who we are, and it's okay to lay them out and make them available to God and say, I don't know how all of this goes together, and I don't know what's useful and what's silly and what's just a hobby or like, oh yeah, I just kind of like that thing or uh, yeah, that happened to me, but let's just keep that in the past. Like all of it belongs, all of it can be created into something just magical because that is who God is. That is his character. He makes all things new. He breaks through earth and becomes present. He leans into your life and shows up in so many details. And so when Amanda asked me what I'm celebrating, and I've been wanting to talk to you about this baby, this baby, (sighs) y'all. So here's the in and out of this. My husband and I, um, Got pregnant with my first baby, Grayson, and he's 15. Um, And then we really weren't planning on having any more kids, but like my heart's desire was to have four kids. And I am just laying this out here for you. Like this is major, major private stuff for me. Um, But I want to share a little bit about the miracle of this baby. So um, a lot kind of happened in between all of these years, but we ended up pregnant with Kian, who's eight, and um, God really had to just teach us that Kian is a gift from God, and and so we plugged that meaning in, gift from God, and named Kian that because that's what his name means, and he is our bonus party. Like, he's so much fun, and it's wonderful, and, um, and then I Just even though God gave me Kian and I felt much more content to have two kids, I still just couldn't give it up. And I would question God, like, why, why didn't you give me a girl? Am I not like, can I not handle it? Am I not good enough? Or would I not be a good girl mom or whatever? Like, 
lots of questions, you know, and it's just hard. And so this past summer, you know, on the, in the Facebook group, I kind of talked about cleaning out and I finally just was like, you know what, it's past time. Like the time's up, time's over. I'm not having any more kids. I'm, I'm letting this go. Like, I don't want this in my heart anymore. I don't want to hope for this anymore. I don't want to ask for this anymore. I want to just be content with my life. I want to enjoy who I have and what I have in front of me. And so I got rid of every single last thing, <laughs> like all of it. And I just moved on, you know, and then got pregnant in July. <laughs> and so, of course, so the day, okay, we went to Yosemite and San Francisco, my son and I did. And I got back and within a couple, two, three weeks, I got really, really sick with a respiratory thing and like sick, like in bed sick and thought I had COVID and got the test. Well, at this point, I was starting to like also wonder like, oh my gosh, I should probably look at this. Maybe I'm pregnant, even though that seems silly. And why would that ever happen? I don't know. So I go get a COVID test and a pregnancy test on the same day. And <laughs> my husband was building um, something for a friend, a coworker, and he was at her house. And I waited as long as I possibly could until he was almost done and about to leave because I didn't want to distract him. And I just kind of sent him this text and it went like this. I got my COVID test. I also picked up a pregnancy test. Can you stop at the grocery store for me? So I just kind of sandwiched in that little like ah, possibility right there in the middle of positive, positive, you know, or like, I guess the top one was positive, but normal, normal and, and what? Unexpected. <laughs> and so he comes home and is like, what? And I waited, took the test with him and I'll be extremely honest, when I got those results, it was positive. I lost it, like cried and was freaking out and was shocked and didn't know what to do and didn't know how to handle it. And honestly, I was just scared of what everyone was going to say because I'm, you know, my kids are 15 and eight. And people have lots of things to say, you know, all the jokes, all the, just everything. And I just felt the weight of all of that. And I just didn't feel like I could handle it. And, um, and it was just, it was, I was still really sick. I still thought I had COVID. And so it was just a really lonely, hard few days. And then I, um, COVID test came back negative. Every life was going back to normal. I've got this major secret, just trying to deal and process with all the emotions of that. And I went to church, and I'll never forget this, I was worshiping, and God just said in his gentle way, like, this is a gift for me to you. Everything you have is from me, and you can use it. You can be in awe of it, and you can use it to glorify me, right? You can use it for me. And 
I just was in awe of that message. It completely humbled me. It reminded me that I don't have to be in control. I don't have to understand. I don't have to be able to explain. I don't, nothing has to make sense. I just get to be in awe of what God is doing in my life and how he's showing up and how he heard my cry and he cares about my heart. And I get to use that for him. And ever since then, I mean, it's just been extremely different because I don't have to explain myself to other people. I don't have to prove anything. I mean, just in lots of ways, I'm just such a people pleaser and I've I think a lot of us are, and but the fact is, this is such an example of God's loving kindness, and we can be in awe of it, and we can celebrate, because I hoped for this, and he answered, and this is a big life thing. Like, this is, my life is bigger because of prayer, and sometimes we don't even put words to our prayer. Sometimes we kind of hide our prayer our secret hope into in a secret space in our heart, but it's just there. It's always there. And God knows even that spot. He knows even that space and he's paying attention. And so I'm celebrating and I hope that you're going to celebrate with me and I want to celebrate with you. And so I ask you, like, how are you celebrating this week? Are you praying for something big enough or just even in a day-to-day, like it doesn't have to be as big as this. This took 15 years, right? Like, but are you looking for the beauty? I can't wait to show you Amanda's episode because she has story after story of finding the beauty in her life. And her life is hard, so hard, but in every bit of it, she's always like, yeah, but this was so beautiful. Yeah, but this was so beautiful. And um, I want us to just challenge each other to see where heaven's breaking through earth and how light is shining in and how God has taken pieces and putting them together because those are the things, those pieces of magic are the ways that we're able to give to others. That's how we show up 100% for others is when we know God is showing up for us. And so... Oh man, it's, it's so exciting and it's so beautiful and life is hard and messy and gritty and it's also beautiful and lovely and sacred and filled with moments of awe. Be encouraged today. I love you so much.